0: It is a civil war, a rebellion, that we are living in a part of the universe occupied
1: by the rebel. But God.
2: God is ultimately for us. And don't worry about the rest. He's got the rest sorted out.
1: Kingdom Culture Conversations. Again, we are missing uh, our friend and partner, Mr. Brown, but again are joined, uh, as we were yesterday, with Mr. J.T. Barnes and Mr. Chris Zimmerman. Um, we are recording these kind of in a row, so not much has happened um, since we recorded last, but uh, we talked about our breaks. And uh, something big that if you didn't hear about, and I'm sure you have, is the test takers coming up and the NXNW Film Festival yeah. on the 19th. As a matter of fact, between takes, we actually had somebody come in and record a uh, a little voiceover, which was kind of fun to to see some of that being made. And um, and Chris, can you tell us a little bit more about the movie? Just uh... Sure. Um, can you tell us the twist that's going to happen at the end? Yeah.
2: Um. He's dead the whole time. <laughs> uh, Test Takers yeah. is about a group of students that uh, try to break in and steal the final exam answer key of a curmudgeon teacher who has an unaceable final and brags about it. So, a group of seniors that collectively try to do this. Um. It's fun. It's fast. Yeah. And it's uh. It's very heisty.
1: Looking you know, forward to it. Yeah, I'm um, really. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, my son will be in. He's a student in the. That's In, right. in the show, Gosh, Tim Gardner Tim. is in the in the play or in the sh- the movie. And how many students do we have involved in the movie?
2: I think 21.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's, so that's a lot.
2: There were there were a lot uh, of just parts in general. And then there's a sequence where we have a lot of students who have been recruited to ask ridiculous questions to annoy the teacher okay. and so we really got to get a lot more for that okay uh and and when i say ridiculous questions yeah i mean ridiculous yeah because uh, there
1: are that, the old adage there are no stupid questions it's just uh, uh that's a lie well i mean one of them there is are stupid yeah. questions who did
2: the south fight for in the civil war okay um Did Einstein really make bagels with his brother? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Right, right.
1: I have one that I won't say on air. I'll tell you guys off the air that I asked in college. Um, Well, I think you have to share that now. Well, it has to do with uh, gas on a certain planet. Oh, okay. we'll just say that. Um, well that's ironic you because You can guess it's with, and it Tim. wasn't Jupiter or Saturn. Um it wasn't Tim, it was our um our science at Arizona College of the Bible.
2: No, I'm saying that's ironic because Tim, your son, yes. asks a question pertaining to gas on a certain planet. In the planet. movie. In the no, not a certain planet, okay. but you okay. know, yeah, so great. Okay. A certain type that's, of gas. That's uh, <laughs> shocking.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, movies, uh, you talked about some of your favorite movies, uh, Mr. Barnes yep. and, 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 of course, uh, Chris as well. And, and I did too. And, um, the one Jurassic park kind of came through and what Jurassic park really, um, had was just that, again, that sound, it was great. And even kind of the, um, if you, a movie that I saw way too young, um, in my opinion, maybe was psycho hmm. and psycho, I think if you watch psycho without some of the, the music, it probably wouldn't be super scary. Yeah. Um, or or even Jaws, the da dun, da dun, da dun, you know, that yeah. when you hear that, you're just kinda you're in your the back of your neck goes up and yeah. and of course Star Wars, the mm. dun, 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 right. dun, you know, I just you know yeah. so great. Yeah. Um, but it's something you don't think much about with a movie being made. I mean, even in the, these student movies um need to have music behind things just to give um just to give emotion and give things. So um, how does uh, uh, one of our student movies get get scored?
2: How does it get scored? Yeah. Uh, last year, I did the music myself. Okay. Um, I was very very particular in what I wanted, mm-hmm. and I I didn't think I was going to be able to find that with someone else. Okay. So I grabbed my guitar and my piano and just did it myself. Um, I have a lot of experience recording, uh, music and and playing, so it was fairly easy this year uh was was different. I sought out and found musicians to to make the type of kind of very oceans eleven style music mm-hmm. yeah to really help you know formulate this as a heist movie yeah. um anybody that's familiar with oceans I think knows the music immediately is key to the vibe of that movie being fun and not too serious um so, As opposed
1: to, like, the Mission Impossible theme, which kind of does take more of a serious tone? Is that kind of what I'm...
2: I would say so, you know, and, um, you know, it's... Mission Impossible has that. The dun 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 It's, it's yeah. very, very noticeable, but because they're, they're not a fun movie. I mean, I love them. I think they're fun yeah. to watch, but it's not a fun film. Mm-hmm. So the scores are very serious, um, whereas, like, Ocean's test takers as anybody will come to see is is yeah. a lot more lighthearted music. so if like
1: uh and on a big uh, john williams the name that comes to mind obviously many many um uh, soundtracks does does he watch the movie before he comes up with the they're the getting soundtrack? the
2: scores I'm sorry the uh, the scripts, the scripts. Okay. and so they can they can understand okay you know this character um um is in this scene alone you know, so Ray from Star Wars, right? The Force Awakens, John Williams wrote her theme. You know, and and a lot of these conductors, composers will write tons of pieces of music, send it over to the directors. What do you think of this for this? What do you think of that for this? Um, John Williams for Raiders is a perfect example. Uh, for Raiders of the Lost Ark, the bum ba dum bum bum ba dum. Yeah, he sent it, and Steven Spielberg loved it. But he said, here's another one, which was the um. Uh, the other portion of the Raiders arc, Raiders of the Ark theme. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember uh, how it goes. Uh, JT, are you looking it up?
0: I yeah, but I'm not going to get there in time. Okay, no,
2: it's a uh, bum ba dum bum ba dum. You know, it kind of bridges uh-huh, into that. Uh-huh. That was the second theme that he had come up with, and so Spielberg said, "I love them both. Can you put them both together?" And so that's how that kind of came to be. Okay. Um, and you can find that interview on YouTube. Yeah. You know, it's like three minutes yeah. with Spielberg and John Williams together. Um,
0: that's pretty cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah.
2: So, you know, uh, Hans Zimmer did the score for The Dark Knight. So when he was given the description of the Joker from Christopher Nolan, he started coming up with that theme, which is just a an constant... Um, upward crescendo on a violin mm. in a very high pitch okay um so yeah they're okay they're spending their time yeah writing sending samples and then then they do it up when it's ready
1: yeah well, i know this wouldn't be your your expertise mm. uh mr barnes but no. just from a from a non-expert what right. do you think the purpose of
0: a movie soundtrack would be yeah i i mean i would say i mean to use non-expert terms yeah. it, it gives the feel of the movie right like if you yeah. put silly goofy mo- like sounds and stuff behind you know top gun you're not gonna get this really cool tom cruise guy flying through you're not gonna get the same yeah. you know vibes and, but the same if you have the horror movie and and you have like a winnie the pooh soundtrack yeah you're not gonna get the feels you want there either so yeah i mean that's what like i i was thinking like man what challenge movies? accepted right yeah, you know, yeah. Game on. <laughs> I, I would love to see that i uh but yeah, I mean, like I, I was thinking, like what movie soundtracks do I like? And and one of the ones that I feel like gives such a cool feel for the movie is the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They have kind of this like older '80s, and it gives such a feel for who the main character is. It like it explains the main character through the music yeah. almost, you know. And so, yeah, um, that's my non-expert. But yeah. yeah.
2: Well, if, if I can share, of uh, Logan Young, you remember Logan? Of course. He and I went to go see Killers of the Flower Moon, Steven uh, yeah, Martin Scorsese movie. We went to a theater, and it was out of focus. Asked them to fix it. They said that's how it was filmed. Not true. Not true. <laughs> Lazy. So we left, and we went to a Harkins. And the Harkins, um, in the auditorium we were in, the only speakers that were working was the center channel. Center channel is only dialogue, and then their subs were working. So dialogue only and bass. That is a three-and-a-half-hour movie without music to bridge all these scenes and emotions. It was one of the worst movies I had seen because it was so long and so boring because there's nothing there to drive the characters, to drive these scenes. And a movie like that, which is up and down, um, which I know it's a good movie, I haven't watched Did you it. Did not see it again? I didn't see it again. Yeah. Mu- okay. um, I Absolutely. just couldn't bring myself to do it again. Okay. Uh, I will someday, but that was an example of firsthand experience yeah. of, you know, no, no score, hardly any sound effects. Uh, that was, that was yeah. brutal.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I have a list, another list that uh, Mr. Brown came up with and found and um, about some of the greatest soundtracks of all time and scores of all time. Mm. And, um I'm i not going to go through all 50, obviously. I might not even, maybe. I have my
2: list, which is the right list as well.
1: Of course, Chris has the right list, but I just started thinking of like one of one of my favorites, you know, just again, music that makes the, like the, you know, you know, and I, because that's why I kind of asked, did like, did he know that before he saw Rocky? Did he know it? Because that, when I hear that, I just think of, of of getting up at 5 a.m. Exactly and going for right. a run and drinking an egg and yeah <laughs> and, and and rocky you know fighting apollo creed and, and clubber lang and right. Ivan drago yeah, and, oh yeah um and so many great memories just hearing a little bit of a, a, a of a movie song and yeah. uh i'm used to buy soundtracks of some movies because um and and to hear some of these songs but um, What's a movie like that for you
0: where you just kind of, you hear the words or the song and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's a great movie. Well, right. I mean, actually it's funny. As you started singing the Rocky, I thought, oh, Rocky yeah. Balboa, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a great one. Like, I I mentioned, um, Guardian of the Galaxy. That's a newer one. That's fun that like when that, um, what's that like Dancing in the Moonlight song? That was not a Guardians of the Galaxy song ever since I've seen the movie. Now when, when Dancing in the Moonlight comes on, I think of Star-Lord. Okay. That's you know, great. Which is, which is so funny. That's great but i uh you know that that's another one for me that i just loved
1: mm-hmm. this list and we're going to hear probably we'll hear some of the right one from from chris <laughs> but uh john williams is on here on the t- a lot many times a lot and uh, there are some names that do come up sever- Hans zimmer um comes up several times um and uh, i start thinking about some of the musicals hammers mm-hmm. and hammerstein or was it uh, rogers and hammerstein were kind of had a lot of the musicals but it seems like john williams I mean, I forgot John Williams' Superman yep. and Saving Private mm. Ryan, and not just oh, yeah. Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and uh, you know I could I could keep going, but it's just amazing to hear some of these. Like this guy has just a gift, right? Is he just mm. super talented? And on your list, how many are John Williams?
2: I have one, two,
1: et three. I have three. Harry Potter.
2: So my my that's three of John Williams would be Star Wars number yeah, one, of course. Um, where do where to go? Uh, Jaws mm. and Jurassic Park. Okay, and that's No, I'm not saying that he doesn't have other great ones. Right.
0: Well, yeah, I, Star Wars. Three. It's funny to say that. Like, I obviously didn't go to the movie theaters growing up and seeing Star Wars, but. When those new ones came out i remember when the the opening credits roll and that song comes on i I remember physically getting the chills oh yeah because of what yeah. that that music meant to me you know watching that those movies growing up and anyway it's a, it's a great number one pick yeah yeah
1: so before we get into your list uh, uh, several of your lists <laughs> i just the number one on this list was actually john williams as well and it was a movie that was um i think is required watching it's called schindler's list mm-hmm. And, uh, this is a great quote that we hear from John Williams. Um, Steven Spielberg, uh, he, uh, John Williams told Steven Spielberg, you need a better composer than I am for this film. And Spielberg responded, I know we do, but they're all dead. Uh, (laughs) That's great. (laughs) It's turned out Williams captured perfectly the traditional music and sad plight of Europe's, Mm -hmm. um, the plight of the Jews and Auschwitz and and the shame of man's humanity and man. So um, give us a couple we can interact with that maybe bring the mood back a little up. Aside. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Howard
2: Shore's score for Lord of the Rings yeah. not only was it an Oscar winner, it is a theme that I think resonates almost to a similar level of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's incredibly hard to uh, for composers to come up with a theme that's so grand and for a movie of the scale of mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah. like there had been so many throwaway little tunes. Yeah. That once right. once you know Peter Jackson heard, you know, and and it's not just you know one scene that you might think of, it's all the scenes. Yeah. Right in that in that movie yeah. that that really are just so notable.
1: Um is a director the final say in a score? Like the the director's obviously the final say of everything or is he kind of No,
2: not always. Producers okay. have, a have a lot of power. Okay. Um for uh, a movie Dawn of the Dead, right the remake from 2004 Zack Snyder directed it and he wanted um in a certain scene a montage scene for um Richard Cheese a Richard Cheese song to be used he's a crooner that takes current songs and puts them into a Michael Bublé style mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra and so but he does them with odd songs so he did that with Down with the Sickness by Disturbed oh, oh. And that's what he wanted to use. Producers were against it, but they ultimately caved. It's because they're the ones that are, you know, making these decisions for um, the financial aspect of the movie. Okay. Right? Okay. Because so you're going to make money. Yeah, the director's controlling the creativity.
1: Okay. Gotcha.
2: So, uh, you know, there was an interview with an executive producer who was financing a movie. Uh, and the director said, Hey, I really want to go back and reshoot this scene. Mm. He says, will it make the movie better? He says, yes, absolutely. He says, will it make us more money? But no. And he goes, then no. Wow. And why spend an extra, you know, hundred thousand dollars for if one day? Gonna, the, if the it's not gonna, Exactly.
1: Not, that's too bad, but it's, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, give us a couple more, Chris. What's, a, what's another uh, so one of your...
2: Braveheart, another Howard Shore. Great one. I think Braveheart's a wonderful, not only wonderful movie, great score. Uh, The Social Network is Social on my Network list. Has a, oh, yes, okay. Oscar winning Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross.
0: Did you see that movie? I've seen it, and a great movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have to go back and I mean, like songs are are, are like the score isn't come into mind, but I wouldn't doubt that it was great because I loved the movie. Yeah, yeah. Is there a difference
1: between a score and a soundtrack? A soundtrack
2: typically would be something like Guardians of the Galaxy, like the has songs a great soundtrack. It's the music that was not purely created for the movie that's been used. Okay right okay um so a lot of movies like uh guardians or these kind of uh teen romance you know from the late 90s when teen romance was yeah she's all that drive me crazy yeah those ones um that
1: thing you do that was a good kind of music song that thing
2: you do is an amazing movie yes that's that's a
1: wonderful song doing that thing i could start singing it but i want people to keep listening so i won't <laughs> my sing. wife
2: won't watch that movie with me because i can quote it <laughs> while okay, watching it great. yeah so yeah uh i also have up movie up from yeah. pixar okay wonderful music oh, and I then agree. uh there will be blood which is my favorite movie of all time Ooh. besides star that's, wars that's a
1: big statement for you
2: Star wars is it's not a movie, it's a lifestyle okay uh, no so, so there will be blood, yes, is your
1: favorite movie because you you have a spreadsheet, don't you or you don't do you have a spreadsheet I of, do a, yeah, I a, keep a track of, of all the movies, movies and I watch and and, yeah
2: and rate them yeah. and comments and, yeah uh there will be blood uh ironically uh not much blood, if okay. any in the movie,
0: yeah, did you see this movie I, I haven't seen but Chris has recommended it to me, and he'll be disappointed that I still haven't watched it. But I, I will watch it, and I will call Chris immediately after. I okay. hope you do. Um, yeah. yeah. He never
2: calls me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not really at that level, so yeah. it's okay. But it, if it I ever see my phone, like just JT time Barnes time. calling, yeah. I will stop whatever Anything I'm doing. You'll
0: know what had just happened. And yes. You I just about finished There Will Be Blood. blood. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: But, I mean, just for the sake of anybody listening, it is about a man drilling for oil in 1908. Oh doesn't really represent the title no no. um but it is a fantastic movie okay and then oppenheimer is the most recent entry on on scores because i thought that was one of the most brilliant pieces of music i've ever heard
1: Mm. so and what what about that because i didn't i'm sorry i'm i am sorry i i did not see oppenheimer but i've heard oppenheimer needed to be seen in imax that was for the visual more than the. you didn't
2: need to see it in IMAX. yeah i
1: think that was a selling point right yeah and uh but that when they were saying that was because of the music, or was it because of the visual, or was visual?
2: It... it was shot almost entirely in IMAX. Okay. Which is the, excuse me, it's the highest clarity, uh, of image you can get is with okay. an IMAX camera, 18K. And the colors are vibrant. Um, so IMAX shows it in film, uh, not digital. Okay. So yeah, you
1: know what I wonder? Like Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah, Star right. Wars. Or no, John or who George Lucas. George Lucas? Yeah. Like, the, the level of his like technology in 1977, right. compared to what you have now on your phone, what's the, what's the comparison? If he had a phone in 1977, could he have done something like that?
2: Yeah. I mean, he did look at the prequels. <laughs> you, you know Yeah. Um, there's a, a great little miniseries on Disney Plus um called light and magic and it is about George Lucas um starting industrial light and magic which is a vfx uh, studio in uh california that does most of the effects that you've seen and been impressed by um you know they did the the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park the ones that were not you know animatronic uh and they they started the company for Star Wars okay and seeing what they did and the type of jerry-rigging they had to do to get these scenes and these clips is is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing what
1: he did with what he had. Yeah, well, yeah, what they um, did. Yeah, you they, know, these yeah, guys—holy
2: yeah. cow, smart individuals that wanted to push the envelope and not be controlled by major
1: studios. Yeah, and yeah. So as you leave today, I hope you have some da dun dun, 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 <laughs> dun deep yeah. in your. In your soul, and uh, you have some kind of music that comes to you, and and I just uh, I'll kind of like music matters. It it really is a neat. I love that the 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 type of worship with music. You know, music yeah. kind of can can touch us um, yeah. um pretty pretty deeply, and especially in some of these movies. Um, and not
2: even just in movies. No, you know my, my my Bible study that I go to. We we challenged everybody to listen to only praise and worship for two weeks. Yeah. And see what that does with the feeling of proximity to Jesus, yeah, and and what mm-hmm. that could do. Just because you know the type of music everybody listens to is not always Christian, not always praise and right. worship, but that can have an impact when it's constantly going.
1: Yeah. It's a lot right. easier to have someone cut you off when you're listening to "Blessed Be the Name of the Lord" um, as opposed to listening to sport radio or right. um, "Down with the Sickness." <laughs> um, yeah. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So. Um, fill your, your souls with music and, uh, music and worship and, uh, just thankful for your listening today. Uh, go see test takers on January 19th at the, uh, Norkins, the Harkins, Norterra, (laughs) um, or Norkins. That's my new name for it. But, uh, and, uh, um, be out there at six o'clock for the red carpet and seven o'clock for the show. And, uh, thanks again, Chris and Mr. Barnes for being here and uh, look forward to talking to you again tomorrow.